You're listening to the Ox Talk. Ox Talk. Ox Talk podcast. Welcome to the Ox Talk with Jahano, Melissa, and Jessica. Hi guys. <laughs> okay. So just as a before we begin, just as a trigger warning, we will be talking about the recent attacks on the um, Asian American community and specific instances that you guys probably have seen on the news. So if this is uncomfortable for you guys, feel free to skip the episode or listen to it. But if you feel a certain way about it, please talk to somebody um, about it. Okay. Yes, we hope you listen because, you know, got to get educated on all of this. All right. Um, we are going to begin with just um, a general um, description of hate crimes. So um, I'm sure you guys know that the hosts of this podcast were all um, POC. So people of color. Um, <laughs> just I was you- like, um, oh. what? See, I, I knew it. You looked at me and I was like, I should define that. Um, the acronym. Yes, we're all people of color here. I mean, I was born in Canada. Um, but yes, coming from uh, Salvadoran families, I am Latina, which is great. Um, and then you guys are Asians. Yes. So. I'm half Viet and half Filipino. I'm from Bangladesh born not raised so yeah so basically two-thirds of our hosts are asian um i don't yeah i don't think i've ever experienced any hate crimes or discrimination to my face so i mean i can't really say much about that Mm -hmm. um but yeah let's get into what are hate crimes first and then we'll go into um the recent attacks and how we feel um because we need to talk about these things um there it's like a disgrace uh the fact that you know we're all humans and yet you know we're being treated a certain way just because of our ethnicity or Mm -hmm. the color of our skin um yeah so we'll talk about that Um, And then at the end, we'll be talking about ways to be an ally and support um, the community. All right. So a hate crime, a bias motivated crime is a crime in which the offender is motivated by a characteristic of the victim that identifies the victim as a member of some group towards which the offender feels some animosity. Yeah. Yeah. A long definition. I know. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we just—that's like the definition you can find. But yeah. basically, a hate crime is when someone verbally, verbally, physically, emotionally attacks you because um, of your background. Of your yeah. background. So it could be your ethnicity, skin color. Um, if you're gay, lesbian. Um, if you're a woman. Yeah right so basically they're attacking you out of hatred that's basically it um yeah uh so let's get into the um recent attacks on the asian community um so obviously there's always been 
um, discrimination against the Asian community um, and racism, you can date the racism back to like years yeah. and years. Yeah. Um, you know, even Canada, like as much as we want to, you know, distance ourselves from Americans and say, well, that's not what we're about. We do have a history of, you know, discriminating against people. Like just take um, a look at our history books and the whole, um, um, I don't remember what year it was, but when Chinese people had to like pay a tax um, to come here and to live here and then they were working on the railroads and things like that mm -hmm. you know just ridiculous and japanese um internment camps mm -hmm. is that the right word internment camps. yeah mm -hmm. so yeah just like look at our history guys we are not saints you know yeah. canadians you know we're great in many ways but we have our shortcomings mm -hmm. so uh yeah i mean i keep hearing all the time about how people are like oh at least we're not as bad as americans you know but like you can't no i, I get what you're saying like, you know like they're they're people and it's like if they're like really really bad and we're only a little bit better than them that doesn't make us any better you know exactly we're still bad yeah yeah it's like i always say this to my students just like as a grammar thing like when we're talking about comparatives mm -hmm. and we're saying like this person is worse than the other person and i always have to like stress to them like that means they're both bad mm -hmm. you know it's just like one is worse but mm -hmm. that doesn't you know negate the fact that we're both yeah. you know perpetuating so one is hate. just less worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so you guys know that even in Hollywood, too, mm -hmm. like this whole like discrimination against Asians have been has been perpetuated in movies like yeah, I forget like Asian what women have always been sexualized. And yeah. All kind of stuff. And or they're like the timid type. Yeah. Just smart or nerdy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even back then when they were doing um, yellow face. Right. Yeah. What was it like? Was it breakfast at Tiffany's or something like that? Where this like white American guy played this Chinese character? I think it was breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just like, why not cast a, a Chinese person? And then yeah. also, why perpetuate, like, the fact that they speak a certain way mm -hmm. with, like, an accent? And um, all, like, movies that have Asians just have, like, people doing martial arts. Yeah. Like, it's just mm. a, some form of jackie chan yeah something that always makes me uncomfortable is when people do imitations mm -hmm. you know like when you imitate a certain race or whatever it's um and it's, especially if you're not that race like if i was you know i'm brown if i did an indian accent or whatever it'd be okay kind of right i'm still making fun of you know the people but because i'm brown i can make that you know, kind of association but like when i see other people like a black guy or like a white guy or any other country do it like for any um impression it's always a little awkward to me like, i know there's a lot of comedians like i mean russell peter's a big one who does like an asian accent you know like it's funny but at the same time it's like it's, it is a little uncomfortable too yeah i mean it's hard yeah. to navigate um especially our feelings when like you said like if you make that 
joke and if you do the accent like yeah. but you are coming from a similar background yeah. you know people that's where like the line is gets blurry and you mm-hmm. get confused as to like am i being racist right yeah. now and asian americans and other people of color have gone through like microaggressions mm-hmm. and um, casual racism where like people say things and you know we think of it as normal you know because we were asked yeah. questions like for example well where are you really from yeah mm-hmm. you know and i have no problem i have no qualms saying that like i was born here yeah. but like my parents are from el salvador like yeah it's that's what i say but there are like if you say like i'm canadian mm-hmm. and you get asked like where are you really from it's like <laughs> yeah. from canada you know like yes my background is different but hello like canada is just yeah. a mosaic of so many well, different I mean, cultures yeah the, the thing is like multiculturalism is like still up and coming you know it's still like yes there are a lot of like canadians that are born here that are not like predominantly white and all that kind of stuff but multiculturalism is still a new kind of concept that's still coming up you know like still coming into its own because like i mean the thing is i mean even with the boomers right like um people that are really old they're not used to people of color that are born here you know that's why they ask those questions i'm not saying it's right or anything it's completely wrong but you know it's like it's a change that's coming you know and you got to get used to it because uh, i don't know if you noticed but like canada is one of the most multicultural like countries in the world so it's like it's something you got to kind of or we as a community kind of have to normalize more so all right um so we've talked about like generally now let's get into some of the tragic events so just reiterating the trigger warning um um yeah if you haven't heard by now um there was an attack in atlanta um well the shooting at uh atlanta georgia yes three massage spa parlors Mm -hmm. and eight women were attacked six of them were asian women um by a guy who supposedly said it was just because he was having a bad day or some sex addiction mm-hmm. and he took it out on uh these the women, women. At the yeah whether yeah. whether they actually were sex workers or whatever it was it doesn't matter it's still an attack um yeah and i think um one was a guy mm-hmm. that died and then there was a white woman and then the other six were Asian and like oh the thing that pissed me off um at the beginning was when they were trying to say that was not racially motivated Mm -hmm. yeah um and everyone I think was like this is a clear (laughs) hate crime you know you're targeting a place where you know that there's a bunch of like Asian Americans or Asian people working like yeah i don't know it was just kind of like off-putting that they didn't yeah from the get-go say it was a a hate crime yeah and um also like before we get into like stats of like um 
hate crimes, you know, rising against the Asian American community. I do want to say that, um, you know, there was talks about also like sex workers in in this whole narrative Mm -hmm. of how, you know, people are taking out their anger and killing sex workers and, and things like that. And I'm all for sex work being legalized. I think that it's ridiculous that we're in 2021 and there's still a stigma against women and men, you know, doing sex work as a living, as a profession, like it's a service and they should be treated respectfully as humans because they're humans, you know, we're not, Mm. um, we're not about like, you know, hating on people just because they're you having sex for money Mm -hmm. you know that's ridiculous so i'm hoping that you know eventually we're at that point where sex work can be legalized and there is no stigma although it's gonna take a long time it's true true. yeah i didn't even really know that it was like really like illegal i was like what because you like you see stuff going around or whatever like prostitutes or people on the street and you're like mm-hmm. oh that's okay or whatever right you think it's like normal but you don't realize it's actually illegal because i guess it's not really enforced you're not gonna like prove it like hey are you gonna go have sex for money blah blah you yeah. can't like pin them you don't know anyways yeah it's a whole nother topic yeah but, but how'd you guys <laughs> so when you first found out about the shooting how, how'd you guys kind of feel about it Uh, well, I mean, obviously, like, I've never experienced direct discrimination. Um, and I don't think I have a lot of friends that have experienced, like, super serious, you know, harassment or Mm -hmm. assault. Mm -hmm. Um, but even so, it's just ridiculous of how many of these attacks are happening and you know you'll hear like small things Mm -hmm. here and there and then this thing happens and it's like super tragic and it's it's frustrating you know yeah because we're we're all you know living in covid times Mm -hmm. and we should be looking out for one another um because you know it's a struggle for everyone you know uh, yeah, it's just frustrating. And I just felt really sad. Yeah, like, when I... I didn't really... I heard it from you, channel. Because um, you told me about it. And then I think I saw, like, a headline. It was just, mm-hmm. like... The the thing that stuck out was, like, oh, they don't know. It's just because he was having a bad day. And I was like, what? I'm like, what do you mean you're just having a bad day? Like, they <laughs> yeah. just don't, like... They don't have any conclusive yeah. reasons why he did it or whatever, right? I'm like, the point is he did it. And, like... Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't be doing that to anyone. Um, but, yeah, and then you you look into it more, and it's about how, like, he had a sex ad- or he has a sex addiction, and it was because, like, they were Asian, and so they were a sexual temptation or whatever. And it's like, they're just working women. They're just Asian. Yeah, and then that's why it's so complicated, um, because they're so, like, hyper-sexualized, like, what Asian women, like. Yeah. So they get that idea like people get the idea that 
they're only there for like sex or whatever right yeah. i mean there was <sighs> so a, there was sad. a guy that that basically listed big when to debunk the the sex addiction thing he listed all of the strip clubs between each of the spas and there was at least 10 strip clubs between the spas you know so like it's it's really hard to believe that um it was any like sex addiction related because you know i mean if you have a sex addiction you would think he would have went to a strip club and i'm not saying that he should have shot up a strip club or anything but you know like it doesn't just it it, it just doesn't add up yeah. you know that it was a sex addiction or anything like that or anything besides a hate crime right even if it wasn't like like i hate to say this but even if it wasn't a hate crime against asians it was still a hate crime against women because he knew there would be women there because it was it was a spa right so it was like either way it's like you know still bad i don't know when i found out like i wasn't surprised but i feel like over the past like year especially since covid started i've been watching the news a little bit more just kind of on i've never really been on social media but i have been more recently and like the more i'm on it the sadder i am because mm. you just see the world and it's just it's hard to take in all that stuff you know it's hard to kind of accept that people can be so cruel and and inhumane you know i think the saddest part is that we're not surprised yeah mm. that's yeah that's the saddest part yeah it's just happening so much more frequently now yeah um yeah there were like uh let's say like two and two thousand eight hundred reports since the pandemic began of like violent attacks assaults and yeah well they're verbal um harassment and all that we should get into some stats um all right so we are looking at a report of anti-asian hate crimes and basically they are surging in canada during the pandemic this is from ctv news you guys can feel free to read the whole report um so by um minority group um, we have some percentages. So, perceived increase in harassment or attacks by visible minority groups since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. 30.4% um, is against um, Chinese people. 27% um, um, against Koreans. And 19.3% against Southeast Asian. And then there's a couple of more um minority groups listed you guys can check it out yeah those are just the the highest top, top three yeah. yeah so um in a report released by vancouver police department anti-asian hate crimes increased by 717 percent from 2019 to 2020 that is ridiculous yeah i was That's like insane. what i thought yeah when i read that i was like 717 cases report, or yeah. reports and then uh compared to ottawa it's they were up 600% from 2019. And then Toronto doesn't have the exact stat of the increase, yeah. but it does say um, Canada has a higher number of reported anti-Asian hate crime incidents per Asian capita compared to the U.S. And I was like surprised because, again, we were just talking about comparisons and like yeah. how like, oh, yeah, at least we're not as bad as U.S. But here we're actually like yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. So that's not good. Yeah. Um. And it, 
you know, like I was saying, it's not like always like a shooting um, yeah. or harassment. It could be something like writing a racial slur. So like recently was a few days ago in Toronto um, in one of like intersections um a convenience store i'm pretty sure it was a convenience store like they just discovered that a racial slur against asians was written on the side of the building and obviously the the mpp was there talking about it the police was there and talking about it Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how the owner was like Obviously, it's not directed at her as a person. Mm. It's just directed at her ethnicity and the community, which is disheartening, you know, because, like, if you have anything bad to say about someone, it should be because they're a bad person, not because of their ethnicity. You know, you should... I'm not saying you should hate people because they're, they're bad, but I'm just saying... You know, you have to look at the person and see if they are, if they have morals, you know? Yeah. You shouldn't just be like stereotyping, discriminating people based on something they they don't even control. It's like just the color of your skin, you know? Like, it's crazy. There was was another report of um, an Asian woman that got jumped by a, a dude. An elderly woman. Yeah, an elderly woman. And she basically defended herself and kicked, like, you know, kicked his ass, right? Like, he was all bloodied up and everything. And I think, I don't know if you heard that story, but that one, when I saw, like, a videotape of it, of, like, kind of the aftermath, it was like he was in a stretcher, right, being taken away through ambulance, and they just gave her an ice pack. You know, that's it. They didn't put her in anything. It came out afterwards that she actually, she was just so terrified of the system. Mm -hmm. And she was just so terrified of the hospital bills that she would have to pay by going, getting into an ambulance and all that kind of stuff. Because she didn't have health insurance that she didn't want any help. Right. That's why they just gave her an ice pack. Right. And then she just went, went home. And then there was like a GoFundMe they raised for her. They raised like a million, almost a million dollars, right? The AAPI also donated a bunch, like 300000 too. And basically afterwards, she said, I don't want any of this money. And she's like, just give it back to the community. So she ended up donating all like the whole almost million dollars back into, you know, giving it to people that like abused that have been abused and all that kind of stuff. So. I love that she kicked his ass. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, she was obviously his last victim. He beat up three or four other elderly women before that, or mm. not women, but just elderly people. I think that one of them was was a man too, but they were all Asian. It, this was definitely a hate crime, and yeah, that was that was horrible to hear. That you know, I mean, like man, like in my, you know, in our community, or just growing up we're always told to respect our elders you know mm-hmm. i think people of color it's like a natural like thing amongst us right just just respect our elders and stuff oh uh, any like crimes against elderly people makes That's me horrible, so yeah. sad like i want to cry so badly yeah. it's like they're older now like their they bodies are frail 
Yeah. They don't have the apart. same strength. Man, and just... I'm sure they're terrified. You know, even like I'm sure we're all terrified if we got attacked, but like even more so because they I'm sure they know that they can't they're so vulnerable. defend themselves mm-hmm. yeah. in the same way. Um, I love that she kicked his butt though. Mm. I, it just mm. shows like the resilience mm-hmm. of the Asian community and yeah. how they're just I love how she was just donated as well. Yeah. It just shows that obviously they care about one another and they want to help each other survive yeah, this like, messed up world. Ridiculous. Yeah, we'll link the uh, GoFundMe page. It's AAPI, you know, the Asian American and Pacific Islanders. Just any victim support and empowerment. Yeah. And then there's another link. Um, has like a whole bunch of different donation links. Yeah. You- you guys can decide what you feel is appropriate and what you believe in and which organization you want to support. So yeah, like this one has a whole bunch of different like organizations Asian that help. immigrant workers yeah. and all that, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever had any hate crimes towards you? I know you, you said you haven't, Melissa. Have I've been lucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's only because I pass off as white. And mm-hmm. like I got to recognize that privilege. Yeah. I think for me, I've always been very ignorant about racism towards me so it's it's either i don't like if someone's racist towards me i just kind of brush it off as that's kind of normal whatever they're just saying that which i guess is does make me part of the problem you know and but yeah i feel like i've always just kind of just you know said whatever and i've never really um been sensitive about racial jokes or any of that kind of stuff i think the the thing that that kind of I think stung me the most was it was by someone that was close to us and it was it was about our daughter it was like we shaved our daughter's head for the first time right and and you know in my culture because of how thick our hair is and all that stuff we we shave our heads when we're young so we don't have to do it when we're older right so that it grows out all even right and then I remember her saying to me um like why'd you do that do you want her hair to be like that as in me and my you know ethnicity or whatever right and it was it was really kind of for me personally it was just kind of like because it because you know i i know this person i didn't think that they were capable of something like that and i think that's that's the kind of or racism or hate that like really kind of hurts the most when it's like within someone you don't kind of expect you know but yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a thing, too. you got to talk about this with your friends and family. Because yeah. it's we usually, like, blame, obviously, the older generations because they're just, they're not, may not be educated or don't have the resources us young people do to yeah. look, just look stuff up, you know, like even in history or whatever it is, right? So we got to have those hard conversations if you feel uncomfortable or, yeah, you know, you just don't like any discrimination that you may be feeling and they don't even know it you know yeah yeah you gotta uh obviously even if you don't like confrontation even if they're like your friends and family you gotta stick up for yourself and your your community um you have to educate them you know you don't have to like fight them but lovingly educate (laughs) them about how wrong they are Mm -hmm. and that they're being offensive and they are showing some form of hatred against your community and don't be afraid to lose people because if you lose them 
then they're not good people, you know? Yeah, I think I talk to my parents all the time because they're really like old school. I, I think they're boomers, no? My parents? I, I don't know. Were they born in the 50s? Yes. Oh, then, they weren't. No, 60s. Like early, early. Is it only 50s? 50s is it only younger? 50s? The booming period was like 50 to 60s. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure they're. Then, I'm yeah, pretty okay. sure they're boomers, but, anyways, but they're in that like, you know, they're immigrants. They came here and they were all about just sticking with their own people, right? Like sticking to only other Bengali people, not other, you know, not even like Sri Lankans or Indians or like Pakistani people, just only Bengali, right? But they also like growing up. I had to deal with that a lot, with my parents being kind of racist and stuff like that, you know. And that's something I had to like, now I fight them on, you know, especially because, um, you know, my wife is not Bengali, <laughs> you know? So it's like, they say certain things and I'm just like, ah, oh, you can't say that, you know? It's like, yeah, even my mom, love her, bless her soul. Yeah. But my mom is also from a small country that doesn't yeah. have a lot of oh, yeah. experience with different cultures. And then when she says yeah. things, that like my mom generally is like really good yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no no like i mean again it's it's the whole concept of they were never taught that it was wrong mm-hmm. the, to them is just normal like in my country when i went to visit when i was 14 i never went back since but when, one of my really really close cousins great person you know he meant nothing by what he was trying to say but he's like hey i know that you have n-word people in your country Right. And he just blatantly said it. And I'm just like, excuse me, you can't say that word. And he's like, why? Because he thought that saying black people was disrespectful Mm -hmm. and racist. He didn't think that the N word was disrespectful or racist. You know, it's just the country you grow up in. Every country has their thing. Right. I mean, you can go visit there. They're not going to they're going to be nice to you and stuff. But, you know, it's like you don't know. It's like because they, you know, whatever country you go to, they're always going to feel like their own people are best. Right. But yeah. Um. So my stories, I have a couple. Cause I, a couple. I. Well, I mean, they're not. They're not like serious. But the yeah. fact, I guess, the fact that you remember some stuff, it's like it's one of the only ones. Oh right? yeah, yeah. If it stands out to you. Yeah. Then, yeah. Like I was so like. I am, pretty like pale skinned, um. And that's probably from my vet side. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, there's there's I was probably in. Like elementary or high, no, probably elementary actually, and uh, I w- I wore these like army pants because you know that was like the style. <laughs> yeah. I think it was probably one of the first times I was wearing that or something too, mm. but first and last, probably I don't know. <laughs> um, and I was walking with my friend, and she, and, and then like I think there was like probably two guys or whatever like walked by, and then they 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 said something in, in Portuguese. And it was like they call I said they said Chinesu or something, and then like my friend Stephanie she 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 speaks Portuguese so she understands right, and then I was like what they say because obviously Chinesu just sounds like Chinese so I mm-hmm. got that right I was like okay whatever right, but the basically she said that oh it was like Chinese gangster and I was like obviously I'm not Chinese but <laughs> I, yeah. because I'm so pale a lot of people even like just regular people yeah. come up to me and like start talking to me and you know mandarin or cantonese right mm-hmm. i'm like oh no i don't understand or i don't speak mm-hmm. their language um so that's like a thing 
And then there's like a time in high school where I was waiting for my other friend that go to school together and I was waiting at the subway station and it was one of the days, probably winter, because I was wearing these high or like knee high boots and they're like my, I don't know if they're mom's or actually mine, but they're these white knee high boots, they're like winter boots, but they're like kind of stylish, I guess. And there was a, a guy came over and I don't know if he was like homeless or crazy or whatever it was. But he didn't really like all he did was he did like a hand gesture towards like my crotch um you know like the gimme like gesture Mm -hmm. and then he's like how much and so i was like yeah and then like you know there's just like that obviously stuck with me because that's like messed up Mm -hmm. um yeah and it's like it's hard to tell whether because obviously I'm, I'm saying it, I'm talking about my my boots because that's what I, you know, I like to attribute that comment to, because like oh maybe it's like you know when you have like hooker heels what they say or whatever like they're not like high heels or anything but like people like wearing like high boots or whatever it is, mm-hmm. so I in my mind obviously I'm like thinking it's because of that that's why he made that comment and I do still think that. But now, like, getting older, I'm like, oh, maybe it's because I'm Asian, too, now, right? Mm -hmm. (sighs) So, yeah, that's depressing. Um, And then, yeah, there's, like, little things. There's, like, you know, like, anti-blackness within, like, our, like, families and cultures. Like, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, Koreans. Like, yeah, skin tones, basically. You always want to be white. And I didn't even know that, like, in Filipino cultures like that, too. Yeah. Um, the that lighter, they want, the, yeah, you want to be white. Skin you are, the more beautiful. Like I went to, the, I went to the like Philippines. Brown culture too. I went to the Philippines, and like I see like some like dark, dark skinned people, and I was like, oh, I thought they were always just all caramel or something, yeah. right? And they're like, no. So like they, I didn't know it was like a thing to just be lighter. And my mom, when I was when I was younger, she always called me white ass because <laughs> I'm like the whitest of that my too. siblings. Yeah. So I mean, like, at, like that's a kind of negative uh comment mm-hmm. when i'm younger but at the same time it's kind of good too isn't it because with the culture you know you want to be whiter blah, blah blah so it's just that's a little uh different but yeah you got to get rid of that anti-blackness thing too because it's in like korean culture it's in like everyone just everyone's brightening their skin yeah bleaching and, their skin yeah heard about stories in is it nicaragua and south, south africa and stuff about how they're they literally sell bleach to little girls to to lighten their skin and their moms are forcing you know their girls to lighten their skin to bleaching their skin it's horrible yeah you you always think about it's like how did like we get to this point in time where it's like who does who discovered who made this the way it was it's like who made the white like pretty and like who made black like ugly or whatever it is like who made this negative you know idea to it so well i mean and we like probably you know it's probably white people are just saying but um yeah white supremacy i should say yeah, I, mean, Sorry, it has, white I mean it also dates back to like i mean i hate to say this i hate to bring this up but religion too you know where it's like heaven and hell it's like you know seeing the light right mm-hmm. and we associate white with good and yeah. black with bad right like stuff like that too not saying religion's the, the whole problem, but I mean, <laughs> like stuff like that, you know, in, in books and all that kind of stuff, too, so, you know. 
associating darkness with fear and bright or being lit up with um things i mean it's a natural instinct that you know people have kind of blown out of proportion right how do how do people become allies just don't hate man just fucking be an ally all right so moving on to how to become an ally all right so i think the number one thing is check yourself um because you may not know it but you may be because of your upbringing and mm-hmm. what you see you may be harboring some anti-asian sentiments or anti-latino or anti-whatever yeah. um so yeah really like check yourself and and see like what are my feelings towards this mm-hmm. why am i feeling like this is it the mm. right way to feel um yeah, and that will help you with all of your microaggressions towards other cultures, yeah. you know. Um, definitely talk to someone from the community as well. Yeah. See how they're feeling. Check in on your friends because obviously, like, some people may be taking this harder than yeah. than others, especially if they've experienced a more traumatic um, experience so check on your friends um and see how they're feeling you know and and ask them like what you can do um because they might have um you know better resources for Mm -hmm. you to Mm -hmm. check out uh thirdly internet google is our best friend like i tell my students you can find so many um articles that'll help you understand um anti-asian sentiment and what we can do to combat it um you could find links and organizations that um that help the community um definitely try to find an organization that is based um in your local community i think that would that would help and then you could like start thinking about more global organizations that help in different areas Mm -hmm. i would recommend butterfly an organization dedicated to helping um asian migrant workers and sex workers um but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there's a there's a a video or i should say documentary um, by the try guys uh they released it's called we need to talk about anti-asian hate um and they provide a gofundme the, the api GoFundMe donate been there and then there's just a lot of uh good information like facts about the history the video, and then, yeah. yeah like it's it's like over an hour but you know you should you should watch it get some information because i learned stuff you know educate <laughs> it's good. yourself yeah. yeah man yeah talk talk to peoples yeah have those hard conversations yeah check your not only yourself check your family and friends mm-hmm. if you hear any anti whatever sentiment yeah. just nip it in the bud <laughs> yeah as the expression goes you mm. gotta stop that before it gets to a point where yeah. it's escalated into something and like the thing is like i heard so many times where like you don't see those family members are racist and you don't see them like once a year mm-hmm. but you're so used to it and you don't want to deal with it so you're like oh whatever it's this mm. this uncle and this aunt yeah. um 
before it gets to that point where you're just like, oh, I don't want to deal with this, nip it in the bud, you know? Have yeah. those hard conversations. It, you know, just tell them that you're not comfortable with that, those type of talks around yourself, you know? Yeah, not only are you not comfortable, you should educate you just, their ass. Yeah, you yeah. should be saying that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and tell them why. Like, yeah. don't just say, don't say that. Just yeah. tell them why it's hurtful and, mm-hmm. you know, help them understand. Because, you know, we can all learn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if they're super hard-headed and, and stubborn, you know. Well, yeah, my parents have definitely learned pressure. through the, the hundreds of conversations that I've had, <laughs> you know. And they slip up sometimes still, but, mm. you know still it's like the more you talk about it the more you kind of make them realize why it's wrong the the better they'll get at it too you know if you give up then they're just going to continue you know so you can't give up on like educating them and telling them that it's wrong and all that kind of stuff so yeah oh uh, one last thing that i want to mention it's a lot of people you know and i've heard family members saying this but they blame um the chinese for the virus yeah and like let's be real this virus could have come from anyone anywhere like if it's not one area today it's gonna be another one Mm -hmm. let like honestly there's gonna be tons of like um viruses uh pandemics things that happen from other places too like what you're gonna blame them as well like you know they're people too they did not cause this Mm -hmm. you know it just happened life just happens you know we have to think of it this way you cannot control life Mm -hmm. life just throws curveballs and i get it we're all upset we want to get out of lockdown we want this pandemic to be over at the virus not you know people people yeah i mean they suffer too they had lots of people die too it's not just like us that have family members that got infected and died and it's not just us that's under mm-hmm. lockdown like they're not immune to this virus just as much as you're not immune to it you know? exactly i know if just be thankful that you're alive to be honest yeah don't blame others because this could happen at any point and why blame others you're gonna just like stir up more hate in your heart we don't want that just peace love and light (laughs) all right thank you for listening to the ox talk we'll uh we'll post all of our the information that we have on the actual episode description and on our social medias too we'll have a list of everything and yep you can follow us on facebook and instagram at the ox talk podcast and you can email us your stories questions you know how you feel about this you know um this whole situation and if you want to help donate we can definitely email us and we'll lead you to the right direction um yeah thanks for listening bye, bye.